It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. The accent is French from Paris. If it's the first time you're joining the show, bonsoir, good evening. Um, I don't know about you, but lately, at this, I would say, end of quarantining, with my only companion, this teddy bear, Mr. Lewis. By the way, I don't know if you know him, but he's on my website, therendezvousshow.com. Always smiling, Mr. Lewis. It's the perfect quarantine companion. Doesn't, too bad he doesn't talk back. Or maybe it's better he doesn't talk back. Anyway, uh, if you have... You know, one thing at home, I just wanted to know if I'm the only one. If you have one thing at home, a teddy bear or something, send me the picture at therendezvousshow.com or put it on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Send me a DM, uh, teddy bear or any pets or something that has been there for you for the last three months and helps you keep that joy of life. Just wondering. But now back to you. Your questions and your calls are next. 855-905-8255. You know the expression... Sharing is caring. How about you share with me a personal sweet love story or maybe something romantic somebody did for you? I would like that very much. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Julia. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour, Julia. I understand you have a very romantic boyfriend. Tell me why. <laughs> I do have a very romantic boyfriend. Um, I mean, I think it's romantic. Some people might find it cheesy. He's always making up these little songs that he'll sing. He'll like serenade to me just any time throughout the day. <laughs> and it's just really sweet and cute. Um, and there is this one that he did, I guess, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago that was just really sweet because our anniversary is coming up. Um, we've been together for about three years. And he made this little song telling about, the you know, in the first couple of months of us dating, And, um, you know, we were not living together and he had just been hanging out and he was headed back home and, uh, he was getting off of the bus to walk home and it started to rain, like really just like pour down rain. You know, when that happens, you're caught in the rain without an umbrella, people are running, everyone's upset, everyone's getting wet. And he, he said that he didn't mind at all. In fact, he had a huge smile on his face and walked down the middle of the street humming to himself because he was so happy. He had no cares in the world because his heart was so full. And it just, uh, I don't know, it just brightened my day. I'm sure. How did that make you feel? It made me feel so good. It made me feel like, you know, as long as we love each other, that we'll always be happy. That's it. That, that's, <laughs> that's as simple, as true as it is. As long as we're together, we're going to be happy. I like that. Thank you so much, Julia, for sharing. That was a lovely mm -hmm. story. Very poetic, actually. Oh, thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome, and have a good night. You too. Coming up, I am going to answer a question I got on my email at therendezvousshow.com from Shelby, who has a question about her boyfriend, and she's unsure on what to do. So she wants my help, and that is coming up next. You know, if you can't call me, you can always send me a question by email, for instance, at therendezvousshow.com. Shelby just did. She goes, Simon... I think I'm staying in my relationship because it's comfortable. My boyfriend is great. He always tries to make me happy. But for some reason, it just feels like it's not enough. Maybe it's because I'm not in love with him. But I like to be around him and he's loyal and he loves me. Simon, do you think it's healthy for me to stay in this kind of relationship? Ah, that's a good question, Shelby. 
Should we stay in relationship because we're just comfortable in the relationship or look for more? I'll tell you what I think. Next. Have you ever stayed in a relationship with a partner because you felt good and comfortable, but you knew deep down you were not in love with him? And that's exactly what Shelby asked me. Do you think it's healthy to stay in this kind of relationship? I think it's totally fine if that makes you happy. But you can't lie to yourself and you can't lie to your boyfriend. So you don't say I love you to somebody if you don't mean it. So if your boyfriend is okay with you not loving him back, I'm okay with it. What I don't want you to do is to lie. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to your boyfriend. That's the key. No lies, no unspoken, no problem. Okay? If you want to be 100% honest with him, just tell him, I like you a lot. We have a great time, but I'm not in love with you. I thought you should know. Honesty is the key of every great relationship in life. Friendship, relationship, even in family. No lies, no unspoken, equal peace. That's my advice. So be honest, Shelby, and things will be good. You calls and you questions are next. Any questions, I mean it, any questions about your relationship, just dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Misty. Hi, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, I understand you have a little dilemma with your in-laws. What's going on? Yeah, so I really like my in-laws. I'm just going to preface it with that. <laughs> but basically, yes. um, we've decided to kind of open up our house to them and help out, you know, have them help out with our baby who's six months old because um, both my husband and I work and it's been kind of crazy being in quarantine yep. and not really having a break. And they've decided that they want to start going back to their gym. Um, mm-hmm. And I am just having a little bit of an issue with that because I don't want to expose, you know, my family and my baby to potential openness to the, the virus. And I just don't know how to approach them and if I should have my husband approach them or if I should right. approach them. Well, it's his parents, first and foremost. Uh, it's his son too, so yeah. I think you both have to agree on the decision. So is he on your, on the same page than you, or what's his take? He's on the same page, but we also, you know, really miss them and need them to help out. Um, but they're they're kind of adamant about going back to the gym and getting back to their lives. I see. So um, I think that if you and your husband are on the same page. As your husband and as their son, it's his job, his mission, and his duty to protect the baby from any exposure and to defend yeah. you guys' opinion. So, okay. I don't think it's your job. I think it's his. And he has to do it and do it quickly and firmly. You know, the thing is, when we get married and we have a baby and all that, it's another nuclear family, meaning it's a new family. So, I know we all have parents you know, brothers, sisters, but, you know, every heart of the family now, it's you, your husband, and your baby, and mm. that is a nuclear family. And so you also have to defend that, not against anybody, but I would say to make sure that everything is done according to what you guys need. So make sure he does it, and okay. let's see what happens. Oh, good. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's uh, Listen, if I was your husband, I would I would take care of my parents' side. I would, you know, we would agree. I would say, what do you think? We agree on the decision. I'm taking care of my parents. You take care of yours. That's how it goes. Right. Right. 
Well, thank you so much. You're most welcome, Misty. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Thank you. You too, Simon. Coming up, we're going to go to my voicemail and listen to that person's question who needs my help. Next. If you have a question for me, but A, you're too shy to call, or it's too late, or the next day you think, I want to ask something to Simon, just leave me a voicemail, 855-905-8255, and we'll listen to it, and I will answer, like for this one. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, this is Gia, and I'm just calling to see if you could help me out with a problem I've been having with my husband. Um, he recently had a large tree removed from our backyard, which costs like a couple hundred dollars, and he didn't consult me on it at all. And he was very proud of himself, but it just kind of upset me financially that I want him to consult me when he makes these sort of decisions. Um, am I taking this too seriously? Is this something I should bring up? Or I'm just kind of afraid that he'll do it again in the future. So I will be listening um, to see what he's got to say on that. And I love listening to your show. Um, so thanks so much, Simon. Thank you for the voicemail. It's a good question. When you are married or in a committed relationship, should you ask each other's permission before to spend each other's money. We'll talk about that next. If you are married or in a partnership or in a solid, committed relationship, do you think you should ask each other's permission before to spend each other's money? Because after all, it's you guys' money. And that's exactly the question Gia asked me on that voicemail because her husband spent a couple hundred bucks just cutting a tree outside, but he never consulted her. So, Gia, here's my advice. You should talk to him about this because when you are married or in a committed relationship, it is you guys' money. You must talk to each other about what you can do, can't do, what you want to do, don't want to do, and what you can afford and can't afford. It's a healthy conversation to have, and I'd rather you have it earlier than later. So, absolutely, have a conversation like this. Don't talk to him like you're his mom. Talk to him like you're his wife, his partner, his teammate. Keep that in mind, and it's a very healthy conversation to have. Thank you for the voicemail. You call the next. If you have a question about your partner, about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tammy. Bonjour, Simon. All right, I have a little problem with this um, quarantine situation. Mm -hmm. I... I'm not in quarantine with my partner. Um, he was out of out of town for work, and now we're stuck separate. And I'm trying to like you know keep communication and like still feeling close with him. And yep. he'll talk to me on like texting and on the phone, but he just refuses to Facetime with me. And I'll like FaceTime just because I miss, like, you know, I just want to see his face and hear his voice. And then because I really miss him, we've been like stuck like this for weeks now. And, sure. and he's just like, no, he like has like a firm stance on like not FaceTiming. And it's just like, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing it. So I don't, I, I don't know what to do. So um, I understand your frustration, but I don't understand what's his reasoning. So when he says, no, we're not going to do it. The, the, the video FaceTime, what, what is the reason, really? He just, like, hates video chat. He says it, like, makes him uncomfortable and that he doesn't even want to do, like, the Zoom calls for work. He just, like, calls in with audio because he just, like, doesn't like being on video. So 
if it's not just with you, but also with work, maybe there's some people that have, you know, anxiety about doing this. So that means it's not about you, it's just, it's about him. Something in him is not comfortable showing himself on a, in, in front of a camera. Um, but I also understand your frustration. So uh, maybe what he could do, if you would agree to that, is he could do a video message that he records himself for you, right? So instead of actually doing the FaceTime live, he could record, you know, uh, once a day, telling you something about his day, you would do the same, but he won't be live. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, I just miss him. I just want to see his face, you know? I, I get so, it. I get it. That's why yeah. I think if he does, if he sends you a video every day of himself doing something different or something funny, it could be 15 seconds, 30 seconds. The point is, I can see he has anxiety doing the FaceTime with work or with you, so forcing him is not going to work. So I'd rather yeah. we don't create attention. So offer him the option to send you a video to start with when he feels like it. And let's go from there, okay? Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a good compromise. Exactly. I, I like that word, <laughs> compromise. So let's, let's do a little compromise, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Stay safe and stay healthy out there. Huh? All right. You too. Now I'm going to answer that Facebook message question from Venice because she's in a friend with benefit situation, and it's not easy. So her Facebook message question is next. So I received this interesting question from Venus uh, on my Facebook message, which is at The Rendezvous Show. Um, Venus goes, Bonjour Simon, I really like my friend who's benefits. I know it's not the best situation, but it happened. And now I'm stuck in this limbo place. Would it be weird to ask him if he likes me or if he just sees me as a friend who's benefits? It's a great question. When you're stuck in a friend with benefit situation, can you ask your partner, do you like me or is it just friend with benefits forever? Key question, I'm going to answer your question next. What would you do if you were like Venus who sent me that Facebook message at the rendezvous show? Stuck in a friend with benefits with somebody you really like, but you got feelings and you want to know if he likes you or he just sees you as a friend with benefits. Is it okay to ask? What do you think? I think so. I think we should always ask. I think there is no reason to be afraid to ask a question. If you're afraid to ask a question, it's not the question you're afraid of. It's the answer of your partner. And that means you're afraid maybe of the truth and then you're stuck in a place that's going to make you unhappy. My answer to you, Venus, is do ask whatever you want to him and then decide based on the truth, not based on the fear of his answer or what he's not going to answer or what he's going to maybe answer. You ask what you want to know, you listen to his answer, and then you decide, should I stay with him or should I move on? Never, never hold on to a question. It's just a matter of timing. When it's the right time, ask it. Okay? I hope that helps. You calls are next. You know, in this upside-down universe of ours, there's one thing that is still strong and moving forward. And that's the energy of love, of romance, of connection, of relationships, right? And the expression of loving and relationship is caring, caring, doing something romantic for your partner. So if, if somebody has done something like this for you, I need to hear it, you need to hear it, the universe needs to remember what it is caring for each other romantically in those tough times. So 855-905-8255. And I've got Eve. Bonjour, Eve. Bonjour, Simon. So what is it your boyfriend or your partner does romantically for you these days? 
My boyfriend surprised me. I had applied for a job, and when I came home, I was surprised to a candlelit, rose-petal dinner waiting for me. The apartment was clean, and those are usually things I do is cook and clean when I get home. And it was a surprise dinner, but I had to tell him I didn't get the job. (laughs) But he just cracked open a bottle of champagne and said, this is not a congratulations, this is just for being you. Oh. So I always know that he's my best friend. How did that make you feel? On top of the world. Cloud nine. It, it made me realize that I'm with the right person, that he is my best friend, not just my boyfriend, and that we're going to be together forever. I love that. Listen, thank you for sharing, and, and I love his reaction. And that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's like even this in these days, we need to hear stories like this because it's happening all over everywhere day and nights and we need to hear the positive stories not just the craziness so thank you so much eve for enlightening my evening no you're so welcome simon thank you so much and have a good night good night simon i want to finish the show with a simple but i think right on question for the time being how do you feel about virtual dates let's talk about that next so you know with the quarantining thing we all kind of live in the virtual world. I mean, I, I do the show from home. Uh, most of my team members are at home. Only one is directly at the studio. But we all got used to this. And what we've got used to is also virtual dating, right? So basically, I don't know if you do it or if you've done it. Uh, you go on Zoom, you go on FaceTime, you get to know each other without being in person. I want to know what you felt about this new way of dating. Uh, and I posted that question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Interestingly enough, how do you feel about virtual dating? 76% said they're awkward, and 24% said they are fun. Me, I would say they're always fun, because meeting somebody new is always fun. It may be awkward if you don't follow up, that's true, but at the beginning, I think it's always fun to say hi to somebody new, so I'm all for it. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you for being with me, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.